Hey sis, I'm your host, LaShondra Smith. Welcome to Balance Her Faith Podcast. Each week we balance life together through God's word, interviews, and our testimonies. You may cry, you may laugh, possibly even both. All I can promise you is that each show won't be the same, but it will always be real. Tell your girls to tune in, subscribe, and don't forget to leave a review. Sam, today's episode is with Laurentia. She is the author of Things I Learned Before I Turned 31 and blogger of Ren Houseway. She blogs regarding faith in every area of her lifestyle. The blog name comes from her nickname her family gave her, Ren, and Houseway means how cool or interesting. Laurentia and I connected via Instagram, as many of us do, and she is avid about being intentional about your vision. So welcome so much, Laurentia, to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Walk me through how you began blogging and you felt the tugging of God to impact others. So I initially began blogging, not even, it wasn't even, I didn't feel like you had anything to do with God. I wanted to lose weight before my birthday, like many of us want to do in I did a 60-day workout challenge with my friends, and um, I said a good way to keep up with this is to start a blog. And so I started a blog uh, for that workout challenge. And then after the challenge, my friends just told me they enjoy reading the blog, so I just kept blogging about other stuff. And eventually from there, I kept blogging because I kept getting good feedback, and I turned my blog into a book. And so it just went from there. So Sometimes you'll start something not even realizing like what will come out of it um, in the end. Wow, that is definitely true. Um, I know a lot of us can attest to that. We start out with one one particular vision in mind and then God turns it all the way around to something that you didn't really even envision or see coming and it and it ends up being amazing. It's 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 amazing how he can direct you from one way and get you where he really wants you to be in the end. Absolutely. That's, that's definitely a God thing. Even with the book, I, my book that I published, I did it because I want to put something out. So people of different backgrounds and I could spread the, the word of God to more people, but I didn't even realize what would come out of the book. And so, but when you're talking to God, like he has a way of working things out, like just for his good. And so that good can come out of everything that you do. Yes. Amen. Amen. You are avid about being intentional about your vision. Tell me what that means to you. So whenever I start studying the word vision, I always have to look at the the definition of something. So the definition for vision is the act or power or of sensing with the eyes or your sight. So when you're being intentional about your vision, the first thing you have to do is revisit the vision that God gave you. So if he gave you a vision, I know I'm a very visual person. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to make sure I study it. I'm going to look over it, make sure I didn't miss any details. A lot of times when I have visions about things, God gives me visions via dreams. And so the first thing I do when I get up, I have pen and paper in a journal by my bed, my, my dream journal. I'm writing it down. I'm revisiting that dream that he's giving me. Or if I'm not sleeping and he's giving me a visual vision in person while I'm just standing somewhere, 
I'm going to write it down so that I can make sure that I'm not missing any details. So it's important to go back over the vision that he's giving you to make sure that you understand it completely and that you're that you took good notes of what he's giving you because sometimes it's just a quick snapshot. And mm -hmm. if you wait a day or two after he's giving you something, you may miss key details that you didn't realize that you missed. So it's important to make sure you write it down immediately. Even if you don't have a pen and paper, you have your cell phone recorded on your phone. And then when you have more time, it's found on what he's giving you already. So Make sure when he gives you a vision that you revisit your vision that he's giving you. One of the things I noticed about trying to walk in your vision is that even when people get started, there's a lot of procrastination in the follow through. The scriptures that I found was Ecclesiastics 11.4. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. So God is basically saying, having a vision and seeing something and not following through, you're not going to reap the benefits of that vision. You can't just watch something. You have to actually do something. Your actions are meaningful. And the longer that we procrastinate, the worse that it's going to be and we lose sight of what the vision really is. So what are some of the ways that you can educate us on overcoming that pro procrastination? Sure. So one of the things that I do when I have a vision or I can even share from when I wanted to launch my book, I start telling my friends about it. I only tell uh, my friends and my sisters, um, just people that I really trust with the idea that God had given me. So once you verbalize something, you now have people that are being accountable with you. So accountability is important. So make sure you're sharing your vision with people that you trust because they're gonna follow up with you and be like, hey girl, when are you gonna launch that product? Or hey girl, when are you gonna launch that podcast? Or when are you gonna start blogging? I can't wait to read your blog. So sometimes you need that account accountability piece. And another thing, if you procrastinate, maybe scheduling time in your work week to work on your vision. So I know sometimes Monday through Friday can be busy. So maybe set up Set aside a time on Saturday morning where for an hour you're just working, working on your craft or your vision that God has given you. But you're being intentional with that time that you have set aside and doing that time, even if you have to set a time you decide to do or whatever you can dedicate to that, do that to be more intentional with your vision and to also make sure that you're not procrastinating. And if you need an accountability partner, ask one of your friends to hold you accountable. I have people that I text every other week or every week and say, hey, how are you doing with this idea or how you deal with that? Just to let them, so they don't have someone following up with them. And I also have people that I reach out to and they're my accountability partners as well, just to make sure that I'm staying on track. Amen. So if you have been listening, you can see that's a resounding theme through walking in purpose is having an accountability partner and being able to express your vision to someone who will hold you accountable. And of course, you don't want to share your vision with anyone. We know that's very clear. God says, do not cast your pearls among swine. However, you need to be able to discern someone that you can speak to so that they can hold you accountable. Um, and another thing that you need to be aware of, I believe, is having that thick skin 
when it comes to your vision, because there are going to be some times that you may take your vision to someone and they were, they don't believe in it or they, they doubt it and they, they shoot it down. You have to be able to be confident enough in what God has spoken in your life and what he's told you to do to be able to say, okay, I appreciate your opinion, but I'm just going to go ahead and move forward with the vision that God has given me. And you know, moving forward, that that particular person may not be the accountability partner for you. Absolutely. Another issue I noticed with being intentional about your vision is the discipline piece. So a lot of a struggle with once we have the vision, now we've started, um, we are actually walking through it. We're not procrastinating, but now the discipline is key. And a lot of times the reason the discipline is so hard is because you're not seeing rewards at that very moment. You're not seeing anything manifest yet and you're just doing the work day after day after day. And another thing that I found in doing my study for this particular episode is that God talks about us being disciplined and what, what that looks like. And he says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And that's Hebrews 12, 11. I found that to be powerful as well because he's letting us know while you're walking through the vision, while you are implementing um, purpose, it's going to be painful. It's not going, you're going to go through growing pains. It's not going to seem pleasant. Um, you're not going to see the rewards right away. But if you continue and you're disciplined in the steps that he's giving you for the vision, you will reap the harvest. So what are some ways you believe that a person can be more disciplined aside from just setting that time aside? Because we know that you write things in your planner you have every intention of doing it and then the week passes you by and next week you're looking at the planner like I didn't do anything that I said I was <laughs> it happens so <laughs> I would say one of the ways that I have become more disciplined in making sure that I'm working on my blog is one I have it on my Instagram page that I'm going to blog every single Monday so every single Monday I know that even, and I don't have a ton of followers, but I know that someone may be looking for that blog. So I put it out there and now I'm going to make sure that I do it every single Monday. But when you spoke about the, the sometimes it's uncomfortable. So sometimes you may not want to do something because you don't have the following for it or you don't see instant gratification, but you don't want anything to be instant and immediately anyway, because anything that you get instantly, it may be taken away instantly. So anything that's good, sometimes it takes time to develop that idea, or it takes time to develop that following, or it takes time to develop that craft. So the time that it takes to do something may vary for any for everyone. So when I think about weight loss, the first day you work out, you're not losing weight that first day. That first day, you may feel pain, you may feel aches. Your muscles may be hurting. You may not want, you may have the idea that I want to quit this. Like it's uncomfortable. But even if you're working on a new, a new idea or a new product, you're going to get frustrated. Right. You're going to get tired. You're not going to want to keep going. 
but you have to remember why you're doing it. Like God gave this to you for a purpose. Like he's, he's gifted you with the talents and the resources that you need to pursue whatever he's giving you to do. So you have to stay disciplined. So for me, I start off every morning with a devotion and then I pray for 15 minutes. At first, I, when I start praying for 15 minutes every day, I wasn't saying much, but now that I've started, I've made it a habit and I've been praying every single day for uh, the past six or seven months, I have way more to say to God because I've made it a habit of being disciplined saying, I'm going to talk to God and spend time intentionally with him every single morning so that he can speak to me. Or I'm going to work on my blog every single Sunday for an hour and a half so that I can have something to put out. But you just have to practice it like you're practicing anything else. If you're practicing any new skill in order to become better at it, a basketball player will tell you in order to become a better basketball player, they have to keep practicing it. It's not, they don't automatically just go out there and shoot three pointers every single time. No, they've been practicing in a gym. So just like they have to practice, you have to practice with your craft. And it may start off uncomfortable, but eventually, you know, that God has given you this vision or this gift that he's instilling you so eventually it'll get better i really like what you said about you don't want it to come fast you don't want instant gratification and that is so true when you gradually grow and you and god walks you through this through the steps and you go through the painful parts you go through the growing pains it is grooming you for for one, so that you can be equipped for whatever it is that he has later on, because it's, it's usually much bigger than you imagine and you have to be able to handle it. And if God gives it all to you at once, you are likely going to destroy it because you don't know how to handle everything at one time. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the book of Esther, they talk about her story and it talks about how you were made for such a time as this. So whatever season you're going through while you're preparing your vision or you're preparing your product or your idea, those little tasks that you're doing, you don't know how they're going to be useful maybe to help somebody else in another part of your business or your, your blog or your podcast that you're going to need later on. You may, you may be gaining valuable skill sets that you don't even realize you're going to use for something else or to help somebody else or just to help the kingdom of God. So, Use that time to that you're small and that you're still growing to learn, to cultivate your gifts, to to seek more knowledge, to build relationships with people, and then just to make sure you're spending time talking to God to make sure that you're getting clarity on everything you need. So don't despise small beginnings because we have no idea. Like I haven't seen, ears haven't heard, like the things that God has prepared for those who who He loves. Mm, amen. A lot of the content that I create right now to advertise the podcast, to let people know that the new episodes are coming out, um, to quote from the podcast, those are things that I learned from starting with Women With Balance and just doing videos and creating um, different templates for stuff that I was doing. So I wouldn't have had any idea of how to do this with the podcast if I had not learned those things before. I was already producing content on my page and figuring out social media and things like that by doing the blogging. And that's how we ended up on the podcast because 
I started out one way. It's kind of like we, we talked about in the beginning, you know, you have this one intention. I felt like I was supposed to be blogging. So I jumped into blogging. And then when I jumped into blogging, I started learning all this other information that like blew my mind that also helped me with my social media and tying everything together. And he known that had I not stayed the course with those small beginnings. Yep. And God has an amazing way of working the little tiny pieces of my life and weaving them together. I think about in my full-time job, I write letters. Um, I never thought I would be writing a book. Never thought I would be writing a book but because I know how to edit letters and I'm constantly doing it. When I'm writing my book, it's no problem to, to write now. Like I fell in love with writing now. So I never knew my job would come into play in something that I'm doing in my personal life that I'm using to edify God and glorify God. Really true. I think a lot of us can probably relate to that who have either come from jobs or are still working and we're trying to implement our entrepreneur side you don't even realize how many skills that you're taking from your workplace. I am a registered nurse and um, my position is a corporate auditor. And so with that being said, I have to pay close, close attention to detail. So guess what? I use that close attention to detail for women with balance. And I believe that's what makes my stuff come out in excellence for one of course, because I'm doing it for God, but for two, I'm my, my eyes and my mind are already trained that way because I'm an auditor. So it's my natural skill at this point to pay attention to the details, to pay attention to the small things that could either blow up or make things wonderful or make things bad. And it's important. Wow. That's awesome. And I'm sure when you started that, you had no idea that it was going to blossom into you doing podcasting or anything you just saw it as a job but god just has a way of working things out like every little piece of our lives that we think are not important or he cares about every little tiny piece of our life and he he has a plan for us yes he has the blueprint <laughs> amen amen i know we've kind of hit some but i just want to recap and make make it clear for the listeners what the key steps is to being intentional so the first step is to revisit your vision. So whatever vision that God has given you, make sure you spend time going over it. So sometimes God would give me a vision while I'm driving or I could be doing anything. Um, other times it can be a dream. So I have a dream book sitting on the side of my bed or if I'm driving, I'll pick up my phone and press record. So I'm just speaking the vision that God has given me. And then once I get home and I get settled in, I revisit what God has already given me to make sure that I put in all the missing pieces or add things that I may have forgotten uh, in that moment. But I try to make sure I revisit my vision often because sometimes I can use that as fuel as well. If I'm not feeling like doing anything, I'm going to revisit what God has already given me um, in his word. The second thing I would say is to seek deeper understanding and clarity. So if that's outside resources or you're praying for divine connections, sometimes you may have to um, seek other people or other help if that's not something you're already good at. So there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's not a dumb question or anything like that. So make sure if 
God has given you a vision and you need additional resources, there's Google, there's people on social media. You can reach out to anyone and ask them for help or someone at your local church as well. The third thing I would say is schedule time to work on your vision. So we all have busy schedules. So make sure you schedule time, whether that's an hour a week, 20 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day to work on the vision that God has given you. And then also make sure you protect your vision. We talked about the naysayers earlier. So make sure you're praying against anything that is contrary to the vision that God has given you. So tell us, um, Laurentia, how can we find you? How can we connect with you? So I am on Instagram under, uh, it's underscore Ren Houseway. That's W-R-E-N-H-O-W-S-W-A-Y. I'm on Facebook as Brian Houseway, and I have my website at BrianHouseway.com. always like to close us out in prayer. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to say in particular, Rinse, before we close out? No, I enjoyed being a part of the podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you right now for the opportunity that you have given me and that you have given Laurentia to bring souls and unite people to your kingdom, Father God. And we pray for anyone listening that may be struggling with vision, that may be struggling with their procrastination and being intentional, that they be able to remember this episode, remember what we've said, and be intentional about the vision that you have given them and be confident in who they are, who you've called them to be. We thank you. We praise you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.